Wednesday, beautiful souls, wherever you are on this still phenomenal planet. It's uh, hot. Spring season is here. Things are warming up. I won't say they're heating up because we're not quite there yet. Uh, the weather still seasonally is uh, warm, then it cools, high winds. Uh, and no, you're not on the Weather Channel. This is Ready, Set, Real Estate. Welcome to our show. Say hi, say hello, drop a comment down below. Of course, press one, lets me know you're here. Press two, lets me know you shared it. And of course, I must remind you to write those real estate goals down. We're still in 2022. We're in second quarter. There's still time. There's still time to write those goals down, execute the plan. I've got, um, I'm in a, a new office now and I'm really excited. So I get to put more, more vision boards. I have a whiteboard, I have a glass board, I have cork boards. I'm, I'm, I've got it. I'm visual. I've got to see it in front of me. So I implore you, write those goals down, especially if they're real estate goals. Write those goals down. Is it, am I going to improve my credits? Uh, am I going to save more? Am I going to uh, connect with the realtor? Am I going to have a, a strategy meeting? Am I going to attend a seminar? Will I attend a workshop? And of course, if you tune in every Wednesday, you're getting tons of real estate gems, okay? So we are going to jump into episode 158, Cooling Markets or Market Crash? Hmm, what say you? Is the market cooling down or are we headed for a market crash? Ah, the infamous market crash I, I hear all the time. Um, before I do that, I actually just want to make, make sure, because I, of course, me moving and checking with stuff. If you can hear me, just give me a thumbs up. So I have to go on here on my um, on my uh, app real quick and make sure I, the sound is good, because that would be terrible. I'm visual. I've okay. Woohoo! We're good. We're live. We're live. All right. Uh, disclaimers for those of you who are new to me. Um, my name's Lisa Gillette, also known as Super Agent. I am CEO and broker owner of Devenio Estates, which is not affiliated with Ready Set Real Estate. I'm a pricing strategy advisor, short sales and foreclosure certified, and a seniors real estate specialist, which is dear and near to my heart. I absolutely love working with the senior community. Love, 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 love working with the senior community. So give you a little bit about me. I'm an active that means I'm actively in the business. I'm a professional agent, trainer, creator, and author. And guess what? If you're tuning in uh, and you're in the South LA area, have youth. Uh, we are getting ready to launch our youth boot camp. So they'll be, we'll be doing it in uh, collaboration with another organization, but we will also be doing it, uh, of course, under the Ready Set Real Estate Youth Club. All right. Woohoo! I'm stoked about that. Good morning, June. How are you, Miss Moore? How are you? So, I am fantastic. I'm I'm pumped because I'm executing those goals. I am uh, launching probate campaigns, so stepping more into doing probates. In fact, I'm working on a probate training. I uh, am working on a probate training, so I'm really excited about that. Who else is excited? Me. All right. Um, 
<laughs> she says, woohoo, I'm fantastic and pumped too. I love it. Love this energy. Love this energy. Keep it up. Keep it up. Okay, so we covered, of course, writing down the glows, disclaimers for the show. Of course, this information provided, the information provided on the show should not be considered legal or tax advice. Please seek legal and tax advice from those licensed, reputable professionals. I cannot implore to find, I can't stress enough, find reputable professionals, find reputable professionals. Why, Lisa? Because like in every industry, there's bad eggs too. All right. I'm just going to say that. Every industry has bad eggs too. Also, I want to invite you, if there's a topic that you want me to cover, of course, there's tons of things to cover in real estate because real estate is ever changing. Please send me an email or, or if there's someone that you're like, gosh, they need to be on your show, tag them and share with us. Let me know. So tag me if you're connected with me on social media and say, hey, you should check this person out. So I get someone who sends me text messages regularly and they're like, this is this will be great for your show. Oh, I would be interested in learning about this. So I appreciate you all sending me those tags and messages and I incorporate them into our show schedule. All right, all right, all right, all right. Of course, and we still um, have the free real estate adult classes, which we do classroom style on Wednesdays, select Wednesdays. Um, I usually do them third Wednesdays of the month. And sometimes I have to flex just a little bit because, of course, me being active, doing all kinds of other things. All right. Giveaways, giveaways. Um, got some freebies for you. If you want the uh, CFPB Consumer Financial Protection Bureau's Guide to Homeowner Success. Homeowner's Guide to Success has a great budget sheet, great resources. If you're an industry professional, you too should be giving this out to your uh, clients uh, so that they have this as a resource, especially as we go, we get into talking about this bump in foreclosures and sharing with people what their options are. Now you can check out our Ready, Set, Real Estate channel for the archives, I did a four or five part series on homeowner retention options, how to stay in your home, how to stay in your home. So you can send me an email to lisa at lasuperagent.com, lisa at lasuperagent.com. And I must uh, implore you, actively check your uh, credit report. You can get it for free across all three credit bureaus at annual annualcreditreport.com annualcreditreport.com. And that is your federally mandated. That is the official site where you are, you get your free credit report. Doesn't include scores, but you should be checking on that just like you check on everything else. I bring that to a top of mind because I went to have lunch two days ago and I couldn't find my wallet this morning. I got to go take a live scan uh, as we prepare for the boot camp. You know, of course, working with youth, got to do a background check. So I'm going to go do my live scan today. Can't find my wallet. Two days ago, left it at the uh, restaurant spot. I called this morning, say, hey, do you have a blue wallet there? Like, yeah, someone turned one in. Is it for Lisa Gillette? <laughs> yeah, that's the ID in here. So make sure you check in your credit report just in case. For me, I have been a victim of uh, identity theft and all that, you know, terrible, horrible stuff. So I'm constantly having to make sure that uh, bank bankers and creditors are always verifying it's me it's really me um it's a hassle to get through but 
I have to just say that. Okay. Very good. Let's jump, jump into today's show. Cooling markets or market crash. What do you think? What have you been hearing? See, when I do my strategy meet with my clients, I like to do what is called, um, you know, debunking misconceptions and myths, because those things that people heard, seen, or, or are experiencing sometimes negatively will affect your transaction, will affect their experiences. So let's get it out in the air, cooling markets or market crash. And you know what? Before I do that, I want to share a, a message from our sponsor. We'll be right back. Do you have properties that need to be maintained? For professional services that guarantee your property will stay safe and secure, Omnis Property is the team you want by your side. As a company, we pride ourselves on our best-in-class professionals, equipped with the latest technology for all your end-to-end -end property preservation needs. That means that from start to finish, our expert team can handle everything from accurate assessments to preservation projects of all sizes. Save money and time by working with leading experts that understand your needs and are committed to premier service. Get started today by contacting us for your project estimate. Visit www.omnispreservation.com or call 310-957-9132. Thank you to our sponsor of today's show, Omnis uh, excuse me, Omnis Property Solutions. Check them out at omnispreservation.com. Work with them. Had a great experience. So especially as you're dealing with uh, REOs, cleanouts, and having to deliver property vacant, having to deal with relocations, trash outs, abandoned cars, uh, you name it, call them. All right. Call them. So they not just only work with industry professionals, but they're available for homeowners as well. Okay. Good stuff. I love it. I love it when a plan comes together. I'm like right on time and on topic. So cooling markets or market crash. So currently what we are, I asked, I would love to hear from you, right? So what, what do you feel? Are we headed towards a market crash? <sighs> right now we are looking at interest rates uh, hit a historic new level. And I have to say historic because that's relative to today's time. I'm not talking about 30 years ago. I'm not talking about 50 years ago. And even 60 years ago, when interest rates were at the 11% and 12%, and that was very normal. So relative relationships, as, as I was taught in school, uh, anyone take finance, accounting, or econ, right? So my degree, uh, my background is in finance. So psychology, finance, people, and money. And what's interesting is when we discussed uh, the relationship interest rates have to pricing, it is an inverse relationship. Go ahead and put that in the chats below. Inverse. It is supposed to be an inverse relationship. How many of you are in the industry and you hear yourself having that conversation oftentimes, right? You're telling your clients, yeah, when, pro you know, with interest rates, when interest rise, uh, prices come down, they have an inverse relationship, meaning if prices are down or they're low, that means rates are high. If rates are low, then prices are high. That's a very quick example of what inverse relationship is in respect to the real estate industry. Now, what is interesting is that as we are watching, and this is all strategic, this is all monetary policy that we are seeing happen uh, with the Federal Reserve or by the Federal Reserve. 
very strategic in increasing rates. And so when I say historic, I mean, as of this recent from 20, we've been at this for the last 11 years. So from 2008 to 2022, we have been riding this wave pretty high, right? So we've been going like this. <laughs> we took a U when we had uh, the pandemic happen. So we did a U where everything was put on hold and then we rose sharply again. And so people question, well, did we already have a recession? Was that our market crash already? No, there's a lot of factors that have to come into play. So I just want to focus right now on cooling markets because as a, and this is why I say for me, it's important for me to be clear when I say I'm active, I'm an active professional, meaning I'm actively listing sell, uh, listing properties and selling properties in, in various markets. So LA market, that's my backyard, South LA market and the surrounding areas we've seen, our market is still hot. And it's really hot because a couple things. We are experiencing this uh, uh, development boom, this transformation. And of course, uh, brings to mind a couple things that we now see happening is the new ordinances that allowed for lot splits and building of ADUs. And so if you're out of the California area, you may say to me, well, what, what are the ADUs? ADUs stand for the accessory dwelling units. So I've covered this before on past uh, shows and I'll continue to say it. ADUs are accessory dwelling units. And essentially it's like adding another casita another house. And the minimum uh, square footage that you can build is 800 square feet and to a maximum of a percentage of the main house. So they've got a formula in play of, uh, you know, it can exceed a percentage um, than the main house. But what's interesting now is that we have ordinances that are now put into play that allow for lot splits. So that means what our governor has done here in California has wiped away the limitations of what you can build and who can build it. Meaning you no longer have the zoning of R1 that restricts a lot to single family homes or dwellings. In fact, if, the, if it's allowable by the lot and it meets all the other density uh, requirements and guidelines and setbacks, of course, setbacks is a big thing, contact the city. And I, I've been finding myself making lots of phone calls, calling uh, building and safety. And it's not necessarily for my client because as a professional, we wanna walk a fine line between doing that type of due diligence for our clients. So I call for my informational purposes only, and then I will direct the client to contact those uh, respective uh, agencies so that they can kind of hear it from the horse's mouth I, instead of me relaying it to the middleman. I always defer. Well, this is what we know. This is what we understand, but you want to call them directly, right? Nod your head, defer your clients to do that due diligence. You may definitely help with getting them connected with the resources and prop, the, the respective agencies, but of course, got to CYA, CYA when you're doing that. Defer and let them uh, do their due diligence, especially in a time where we're watching uh, inspection waivers, appraisal waivers. It's important that they understand what they're getting themselves into.
So in, in essence, what we're seeing is this development boom and such an opportunity happening right here in our backyard. And not only, it's not just about having the stadium or the entertainment, it's so much so about who is moving into LA, who is moving into Southern California and the companies. I think one, uh, what I've noticed too was kind of this, what we saw this flight of people leaving California because of course we are heavily taxed, we're taxed on everything. And so we've seen with that, there's the expats leaving to uh, places like Texas to uh, the Carolinas, to Virginia. Uh, also, um, what else I hear? So those are the hot markets. Um, Delaware, uh, I don't hear that much, but yes, a lot. And so what is happening as people are kind of weighing their options in terms of uh, property taxes, business taxes, income taxes, and weighing that against against our current markets. But it's been so hot right now in our backyard of LA because of those ordinances. And in fact, I was reading a, a news article today that was sharing that uh, cities are giving pushback. So in fact, the attorney's general, attorney's general office says, hey, if we find out you're not complying, Mr. Miss Mayor, of respective city. There's 26 cities right now that are, are, are on this list who are not complying with allowing the lot splits, who are not allowing the build of the ADUs. And so the attorney general office is stepping in and saying, we're going to send you, uh, we're, we're out here investigating you and we're putting you on a warning meaning this is an ordinance that has been put in play and you are breaking the law. Or if we find out you're making it difficult for people to who want to build and you're making it difficult from the local level, we're coming after you. Mm, so it's getting really juicy out here in these real estate streets because uh, you've got one group of people that are saying, yes, we want to be able to build and provide housing because we are at an all-time high. I don't know if you know this, California, which is where I'm from, uh, we are leading the nation in homeless, or I would say unhoused people. We've got uh, a very high uh, population of un, the unhoused. And I, I like the unhoused better than homeless because of the connotation. And we've got to move away from what we perceive to be what homelessness is. Because what we, what we, maybe I grew up knowing or understanding what homelessness is, is no longer. We have families and professionals who are being unhoused because of what's happening. So there are a couple things that are in play right now. And I want to make sure I've got my notes for today because there's so many, so many things. So let's see. Did I cover number of homes available still at a record low, which is why we have um, the Federal Reserve saying, OK, well, let's bump interest rates up so we can counteract inflation and we can counteract these this out of world pricing. Right. Because prices are they're out there. And the question I have is. Is it sustainable? Is what we are doing great time to be in real estate? I mean, as a professional investor, I mean, if you get in and you're able to flip quickly, I think one of the things I notice my investor clients are watching for 
two things is their uh, compliance with uh, tenants, evicting tenants, relocating tenants, because again, the uh, eviction moratorium has been extended. And in fact, it has been extended to August, 2023 uh, from a city level, the local, the county level of LA has been extended to June, excuse me, uh, yeah, June 2023, they have launched a three-phase plan on that. And so that makes, it makes it a really precarious time to be investing in multifamily. What I'm finding, and in, by way of my own experience, I had a client who listed her property for sale uh, and we had an occupant who she was attempting to uh, evict or relocate. And then with extensions and extensions, extensions, we could not regain possession. I suggested for her to pull it off the market because the market, you know, tends to punish you if you sit too long with days on the market. So we pulled it off the market and we said, let's focus on regaining possession first. Let's deal with the, with the tenant occupant. And um, she decided that she no longer wanted to go through with uh, going through the market uh, on market process and she sold it off market for a significant reduction in price. I believe uh, she probably took about 30%. Uh, so someone, an investor picked it up with the tenant at a 30% discount and she was ready to walk away from it. So you will have people who are, um, walking away from these multifamily or your mom and pop landlords who have been carrying the brunt of the nation's housing uh, crises. And they're saying you still are required to pay your bills. You're still required to maintain the property, do the repairs, even though the tenant may not be paying their rent due to a COVID hardship. But as the county breaks out this three phase plan, uh, one one part of that phase ends uh, May 31st. Is it 31 days in May? Starting June 1st, phase two. Uh, phase two ends December 30th. And then phase three begins January to June 30th, 2023. So yes, you heard me say that correctly. There are tenant protections still in place until next year. And then you should be aware, here's the caveat with that. Even with the tenant protections, again, we are still under emergency order. I'm speaking of California because I know some other states like Texas is the wild, wild west. Texas is the wild child. Uh, Texas is, has lifted their moratoriums and they're just, letting, they're just letting the chips fall where they fall. And so we've seen a rise in evictions in Texas. We've seen uh, things starting to uh, pump up with the foreclosures. Here in California, being that we have we're we're a large percentage of a renter population or a renter state, uh, there's a lot of tenant protections and it's pro-tenant in place. And although we are watching foreclosures tick up and notice of defaults, and that's that's an action that the lender begins to take once they uh, once the borrower uh, is not making payments or defaults on their mortgage they take that action. And that's about 180 days. I will say this, I'm covering on so many points right now. And that's why I said, I've got to take, I took notes this morning to keep me on, on, on track. 
Okay, so foreclosures, NODs, eviction moratoriums still in play. Um, I did share that inventory inventory is still low. And then just so, just a fun fact is that 19% uh, of transactions that happened uh, were by investors, investor purchases, according to the National Association of Realtors. And it's good for you to also know that a quarter of those homes that were sold in February were purchased with cash. Okay. <clears throat> Again, according to NOR. So I'm sharing these figures and these facts and the data as we address this question as to cooling markets or a market crash. So you see federal policy, monetary policy is being, being put into play to cool down markets, right? To give the first time buyer an opportunity to home ownership. But do we expect to see that in the spring season where typically we see more properties come, come on sale, which we do see that happening. I have clients myself that I'm consulting. We're, we're preparing to put their, their properties on the market so they can maximize their equity position. All we're noticing in cooling markets in certain pockets is that it's just a longer days on market. So it's not necessarily because things aren't selling in 72 hours, 48 hours, one week, two weeks, not because it was like the last summer where we had the pandemic boom. Is that the official name of it? Because I've been calling it the pandemic boom. Uh, we had this pandemic boom where I remember it just, I, I feel for buyer's agents because it was such a challenge to get an offer accepted. And I remember speaking to a buyer, buyer's agent who walked into one of my listings just this past weekend. And he was saying that the formula he was telling his client is just max out, hit the max button, max out. And so those who were prepared to max out their offers, their pre-approvals were the ones that went, won the bid, right? It's, it's not this emotional, sentimental value, you know, that people are selling their homes and they want it to a couple or they want it to a particular demographic or population, right? Because we've had to remove that, especially now since we are, um, in fact, this month is the recognition of fair housing. Fair Housing uh, Discrimination Act came into play in 1968. So we are in that month where we're talking about not discriminating. So we as professionals, at least our contract state, that we have to be very uh, explicit or, or express to our clients, our seller clients, um, fair, what Fair Housing Act is. We have to give them advisory and a disclosure about it, what things entails discriminatory acts. And they have to tell us whether they will allow love letters, buyer love letters. Anyone still using buyer love letters, had any success with them? Um, I actually sold a property six months ago. My seller was an investor and he said, yes, Lisa, I would like to um, receive the, the buyer's love letters. And based on that, he chose a, uh, a couple of family who was relocating. So yeah, anyone else use buyer love letters still out there? Gotta be careful with those because, you know, as we're talking about fair housing, and discrimination, that could be grounds to subject your clients to discrimination. It's one of those things, and it's interesting as I'm finding with the association, uh, the Realtor Association is currently putting to play an ethics course, or I believe it's a, a bias course 
so that we can find our own biases and kind of bring it to light. And we've got to take a course on that, which I think is a great move um, because the more you, more personal development you do, I think the better of a professional you become. Agreed? Yes. All right. So let's continue. Uh, so I've covered I've covered a, a lot right now. <laughs> I've covered a lot. And I want to wrap up with this market crash question. So in essence, in my professional opinion, are we headed for a market crash? Mm, not so much. What we're likely heading to is an adjustment. And remember, the real estate economy has not adjusted since 2008. The Obama administration had put a stimulus into play. In fact, stimulus is not a new thing. I was watching a docufilm and I remember, I think it was Reagan. It was back in Reagan, during the time of Reagan, they put a stimulus out there. And so we've been using stimulus packages over the history of monetary policy and economic policy and public policy as a means in a way to manage the uh, booms and busts of the market. And so I would say, in my opinion, just looking at the data, seeing where what's happening in these respective markets is we still have a high buyer's demand. We still have a lot of new money. That's I mean, what is it? We've we've got so many new millionaires coming through. And I also wanted to share this because I attended a webinar with one of the associations yesterday, the L.A. County, LA County uh, assessor, uh, Jeffrey Prang, who's our current assessor. Uh, shared with us that in LA, the median price of a property of a home in LA, in the LA market or LA County is $1 million. So I think to myself, especially when we think luxury market, right? Because different clientele, different caliber, marketing um, packages are different when you deal with luxury, and so a million dollars now is not necessarily what we thought a million dollars used to be, especially for what you can get for a million dollars. And so I'm sharing that in perspective with people are earning more money. Uh, there's new money. There's new sources of money, especially with e-commerce, crypto uh, also included in that. This new thing happening with NFT and still doing well, whether you like it or not. Uh, there are people that are diversely invested in different ways of earning money, and they are now able to transfer that money into tangible assets such as real estate. I'm going to finish out with this. And um, I did a segment earlier this year about understanding, can you use crypto uh, financing? Is that available? Well, there's a new company that now offers financing of cryptocurrency. And they've got a streamline. They're the first to do it. And I will speak more about them on our next show. But I just want to share that with you is that we as industry professionals and in the consumer market or prosumer, uh, meaning you proactively consume what we're creating in the prosumer market, you've got to be well versed and aware of what alternatives are available, creative financing, cryptocurrency, um, using for those of you who are attempting to retain property within your family, um, gift of equity transactions. I'll talk more about that. In fact, I do campaigns for that off market uh, because it's not always selling to a third party. 
you may necessarily want, you might want to keep the family home. So we'll, I'll make a note to myself to uh, talk about that next week, how to keep the family home. And gift of equity transactions is one way of doing that. All right. Okay. Any comments, questions, feedback, if you found value in today's show, listen, make sure you are uh, you like, subscribe, connect, build, share, hit that follow button. Make sure you turn on turn on that uh, notification bell and connect with us at LA Super Agent or keyword, right? I'm saying keyword at Ready Set Real Estate on all our radio podcast platforms everywhere. With that, I say thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a powerful and productive week. We'll see you next week on another information packed episode on Ready Set Real Estate.